0: Good afternoon, you bunch of buzzards. Good afternoon. Sorry, I meant no you're buzz. We're here. Monday? God, why do Mondays suck so bad? Mm. Tell me why I don't don't like like Mondays. Mondays. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're doing. You're You're pushing this back to the whole music thing again. Yep. Hey, by the way, last week was pretty amazing. We got over, probably over 150 responses on the music um some of them were pretty cool some of them were pretty ridiculous <laughs> but uh, some
1: of them i think that maybe with those opinions you should start a podcast of your own there you go
0: well it we was... re-
1: we'll rent out space here where we record No, your buzz 15 bucks an hour
0: hey we should have a recording studio yeah i mean for other people to rent yeah there's a chair you could sit in and we could listen to them. I just did an interview last week with iHeartRadio, which was kind of cool. Um, had no idea what I was getting into, um, so showed up at the studios and they literally walked me through six different uh, radio stations and did an interview, basically about a two-minute interview with each station. It was pretty fun. They, um, Man, these guys are pros. It's just like you walk in there and you go, as soon as you get in there, you go, they say, are you ready? And uh, they just start, and, I mean, there's no stumbling or no ahs or oohs. I mean, they just, they know their stuff. Yeah, if you're not ready, you better get ready. Yeah, which... Come prepared. One of, the, one of us wasn't ready. does me. Oh. Okay, gotcha. Well, but, so Dean's famous now. That's what we learned. Yeah, very famous. Um, so yeah, back to the music last week, um, mm-hmm. we got some really, so yeah, we, so some of the responses for best rock and roll bands ever, people were saying, Hey, you didn't mention ZZ Top or what about country rock? What about Leonard Skinnerd? You know, things like that. Alice Cooper.
1: How'd you miss ACDC?
0: I know. I know. Well, we both did. No, that's what people said. Yeah. I'm not saying it to you. Right. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Cause AC/DC's definitely got to be in the conversation um i don't know do you put and they said springsteen do you put that one in yeah i, think, I so. think so yeah um but then we got
1: a response too that we could have done uh just
0: u.s rock yeah so what's
1: your favorite u.s rock band
0: i don't even know i mean now you're now you're really like slicing and dicing what is it going to be canada next time we're going to be Anne murray <laughs> justin bieber <laughs> Okay, yeah, the beebs. Um, but anyway, that was a pretty cool topic. Uh, love the response we got. Um, one of the responses was that Pink Floyd is not a rock band. Sorry, I can't agree with that. Um, well, the Pink Floyd's a psychedelic band. Mm-hmm. No. Rock band that
1: has a psychedelic following. There you go. Um, well, yeah, thanks everyone for responding, giving your two cents. We love to hear it. Keep it coming.
0: I think that probably going forward, a lot of our uh, podcasts are going to be somewhat of an open forum. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can kind of like, uh, you know, cue in on some, you know, really specific topics, but but I think the show should be a little bit of banter, a little bit of uh, stuff that's not related to booze. A little of this, a little of that. There you go. You know, the old saying. Exactly. So. Um, it's more fun. Let us know what you think, too. You know, and actually one of the, someone wrote in and said, how about Manah?" And I didn't even think about Menom. Menom a big band, um, big Latin American band. Are they Mexico or are they South America? No idea. Well, I've listened to them a lot. I like them a lot. I remember one time we were on a trip to. Oh yeah. You know this story? Yeah. We went to uh, Argentina. We went. We took a side. We you know so home base was Buenos Aires, which was really fun. We took a side trip to Iguazu, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. But coming back, we had like a 6 a.m. flight. It was it was brutal. Um, and I hate flying as it is, so. And we, we get in line, and then we see a bunch of um, rock musicians coming in. Well, I guess rock musicians. <laughs> <laughs> musicians coming in. And uh, so didn't think much about it. The flight was full. We got on the flight. We got back to Buenos Aires. Everyone's standing there waiting for their bags to come out, and all these... Uh, Like instruments and amps and Mm -hmm. pianos and keyboards and guitars are coming out, and a few people got their luggage. But they said, unfortunately, there was a famous band on your flight. It was Mana, and we had to make sure all their instruments got on the flight. So we had to unload uh, a lot of people's bags. Yeah, that was one of one of them was ours. Yep, our bags were some of those bags. And when you're in a third world country, it's not kind of like. Where you stand, We'll deliver it. As soon as it comes in on the next flight, we'll have it delivered. It was more like, hey, how soon can you get down here and pick it up? We can't, you know, we can't ensure that it's going to be here, but uh, you got to arrange that on your own. So mm-hmm. I was pissed.
1: Oh, so mad. Yep. He went to the airlines and demanded jackets <laughs> and got nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing. In fact, it was pretty funny because the guy that I was trying to get his attention, the uh, like, the, the gate guy, he was sitting there. He wasn't even paying attention to me. And so, finally, I looked over to see what he was doing, and he was reading a Playboy. Well, he wasn't actually reading it, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was much more important than my... Uh... Than your complaints. Correct, correct. Um, give it to him, Dean. I don't know. It's, what's in your cup? Oh, yeah, my cup. So, today, I'm drinking... It's kind of weird that it's on a Monday, and it's 5 o'clock-ish, and what's in my cup is a Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. White Hall Lane. Nice. Very, very nice about nice. this product. Great wine. Um, very, lots of miner- minerality. Um, definitely dry. More of the uh, grassy, herbaceous style versus the diet squirt style oh. that, that you like. Thank you. Yeah. What
1: a, what a description.
0: Yeah, there you go. Grazy I read that somewhere. Herbaceous. Herbaceous. Yeah.
1: Um, I am drinking an iced tea with Crown Royal Peach. Hmm. That's. Uh,
0: can you even get that crown roll of peach? now? Nope,
1: but I still got some. You snag some somewhere mm-hmm. to do. I know a guy. You know an insider. Uh-huh. Cool. And I didn't have to pay aftermarket for it either. I actually saw it in a store the other day.
0: They had like 15 bottles. That's interesting that you, you say you knew a guy and you had an insider. Maybe I said that. But um, <laughs> it was said. Um, but sometimes I wonder when you go to a liquor store, it's like, you know, let's, you know, pick, pick any random liquor store in Colorado. We've got probably 20 liquor stores that are massive. You go in these liquor stores. How do you know if you're just, you know, the average Joe coming in and you want to buy a, whatever it might be, you want to buy a scotch and you go to the scotch aisle, you know, what do you do? I mean, you have to really rely on that in-store guy mm-hmm. or girl yep. to, to, you know, p- point you in the right direction. I mean, and you got to know what you want too. Yeah. Well, that's funny that you say that
1: because people put so much trust in liquor store staff. Right. Would you ever go to a golf store and put trust in the employee?
0: Well, no, I wouldn't to a certain extent. Um, and the reason is is that I think so many of these people are getting, in, not, not in the liquor business, I'm not saying that, but in like the golf business, for example, you go into a store there and uh, let's say it's Hogan. Hogan spiffing these guys to move their products, or, or Titleist is spiffing these guys to move their products. So it's yeah. kind of a, you know, I I had a I bought some Titleist irons about four years ago back when I actually played golf, and I didn't go in there to buy Titleist. I went in went, then, went in to buy I forget even what it was. Nikes. No, no, but um, it was something else, and it, this guy almost wasn't gonna let me buy this other product. He's <laughs> I mean he. Was pulling that iron out of my hand and putting the Titleist in my hand until I... And granted, I did like the Titleist better. But I mean, yeah. he was not going to let me buy anything but this Titleist.
1: Hmm. Okay, so then that was a bad example. But my point is, you go into a lot of these stores, most of these people are just employees. Yeah. Like, no background needed in the industry. Right. Nothing. So.
0: That's why I think it's it's important to know your local liquor store. Um, and, and know and, and be able to trust them. I mean, And know your buzz. And know your buzz. There is uh, some great liquor stores out there where you can get some really amazing floor help. But then you got the other side of the coin too where you just, you know, a lot of people are guessing. Yeah. So. And yeah,
1: guessing or just they've had one product but, out of the 1,300 the store has so they know how to sell that one.
0: But I think it also uh, comes back to, it's like, you know, so... Uh, you know, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a great Scotch guy at all. I mean, going into a Scotch aisle, maybe I don't even know what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, like they would have to kind of drag those descriptions out of me to figure out, you know, what is it I'm really looking for. But I guess that's another reason that people go to wine and liquor tastings. You know, pay yeah. your twenty bucks to get into a tasting and, and go learn what you like. Yeah. You know, go figure that out. I remember you did that with uh, what was that Scotch you really liked? Oh, the Macallan Edition yeah. Three. Yeah. I mean, uh, you you realized that that's that was your scotch. That yeah. was one you love. Mm-hmm. So Did you, you
1: ever hear what happened with that? Uh, no. You tell me. I had, uh, so I had the edition three. I had a one bottle of it, and I had about I don't know maybe two to three fingers left at the bottom, mm-hmm. and it was hidden in my office at my old place. And I had some people over, I'm not going to say who, my ex-sister-in-law. Um, she went down to the office, found the McAllen 3, chugged it, and hid the bottle in the bathroom under the sink.
0: Hmm.
1: I found it like two months later. Wow. When that's, I was moving. That
0: sneaky little schneister. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's not very nice. No. Well, I would never do that to you. Thank you. However, I have in the past... Put water to fill bottles back up slightly. But that was a long time ago. I was much younger then. I was about to say, you? Much more. I was immature then. Yeah. So when you go to a restaurant and you order a cocktail or a bottle of wine and it's, uh, well, I, I guess let's differentiate these. If you go order a cocktail and it's not good, should you feel bad about sending it back? Send it back. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't think you should feel bad. Yeah. I guess at 20 bucks a pop, right? Yeah. Yeah, I
1: right. You pay so much money for things these days that I just don't think you should get something you don't want. Right. If you know, And if it tastes off, yeah. send it back. Chances are it is off because then you get it the second time and it's good.
0: I went to, uh, this was several years ago, I ordered a bottle of white wine. I don't know if it was a Chardonnay or a Sauvignon Blanc or just what. It actually could have been a Riesling, but it had the tartrates in it. And, um, and it was just, I mean, it was like really really loaded with them and I uh, wanted to send it back and the the waitress actually brought out a manager who uh, absolutely insisted that it was fine Um, which you know what maybe it wasn't that bad but at the end of the day it's like I'm still a customer Mm -hmm. I want to send this back you know that your distributor is going to pick it up yeah it's not they're not going to be out any money so he would. He was not gonna take this back. He finally did, but I know I had spit in my food.
1: Oh sure. Well, that happened to us too on my twenty-first birthday. Yeah. Remember with the champagne? No. They didn't oh, fight yeah. us about taking it back. They took it back, but we all sat around for. Yeah. Ten minutes thinking like, should we send it back? Right. Is it rude? Right. And then finally, I think it ended up being you that took another drink
0: and said, "All right, we just gotta send this it's back. Going it's back. not good." Yeah. So. Yeah, there's nothing like, uh, you know, corked wine or bad wine. For Valentine's Day, I went out with uh, uh, my wife and her sister-in-law, and um, her sister-in-law ordered a steak from the place we were at.
1: Your sister-in-law, her sister.
0: Her sister, my sister-in-law, ordered a steak. It was a, uh, she ordered it medium rare, and it came medium well, and the place was packed, and... It just was one of those things where it's just like, you know, I'll eat it. And, you know, it wasn't... I'm not going to die eating it. There, and it was going to be another 45 minutes to, to redo this steak, so...
1: See, that's where it gets dicey. Yeah. If you... Like a cocktail, if the place is, isn't busy, I mean, even if it's semi-busy, send it back. Get a new one. Get a new bottle of wine. But you start getting into it with food. Yeah. I mean, I still say send it back. Right. If you have the time, but you... Your ticket jumps usually to the back of the line. They are a little upset. You sent it back anyways, so they're not really going to focus on it. Mm-hmm. So right. food can be different, but I still say send it back. It's your hard-earned money, damn it. it get is. what you want.
0: So when you go to a restaurant, what's the what's your chronological order? You go there, you're gonna it's gonna be a night out. You got an Uber. You're not going out to get trashed, but okay, you're going out to definitely have some Ties drinks. on. Yeah, well I'll have oh. some drinks have some good food have some apps whatever it is uh-huh. how does you know what, what does your night look like because I'll tell you what mine does or my ideal night would look like I would get to a, the bar okay so I no, I would get to the restaurant but I like to sit at the bar right um, I like to start with a martini and it's nice. yeah kettle one's my uh, you know that's my go-to martini um so I start there and then from there it kind of gets a little dicey maybe I go to a glass of white wine Mm -hmm. um, have my meal probably have a couple glasses of red wine with it yeah I don't do after dinner drinks I usually get a coffee I don't do porridge or anything Mm -hmm. like that Um, or dessert nope and then I probably end up with um, uh, like a beer I guess I guess I finish with a beer or two to finish the night
1: Now, are you still all at the same restaurant Uh, or have you moved? And I'm serious about that too, because if you moved and you like got up and you walked around, I could do that beer. Yeah. Otherwise I couldn't do a beer at the end of the night. If I was still sitting at the same table Mm -hmm. and just had apps, a dinner, some drinks Mm -hmm. without getting up and walking to a different spot, like a different bar, I couldn't do a beer. What would you do?
0: Champagne? A whiskey? A whiskey. I, I, I'm i not one of those guys that can do whiskey at the end of the night. Uh, one of my really good buddies um, from b he's, uh, he's a good whiskey guy, and he likes to finish with a whiskey or two. And for me, it's like, I don't think anybody ever woke up the next day and said, Damn, I'm glad I had that last whiskey. That was a good idea. True. Yeah. But I do like whiskey. But,
1: okay, so to my point, though, if you move, if, you're, if you go to a bar down the street and you walk there... Mm-hmm walk off some of the food, I could do a beer.
0: Hmm. Yeah. But then what kind of beer too? Oh, I think you just gotta finish with just like a light Mexican beer or something Mm, like that. Coronas. Yep. Yeah, just something to wet the whistle and keep the night going and um, that sort of thing. Okay.
1: All right. Red wine, that's what you chose in the middle?
0: Well, I chose it for with my food. Okay. I I didn't
1: tell you the food was sushi.
0: You want to know something? So I probably wouldn't get a red wine with, with sushi, but I am one of those guys that believes that you drink what you like and you eat what you like, and you you don't necessarily. I mean, I you know, Josh Wesson wrote a pretty cool book called Red Wine and Fish. I think that was the title, and uh, I think the whole premise of the book is uh, eat and drink what you like and put them together. You don't have to you know get rid of the rules. I agree with that. I mean, to a certain extent. You know. You can find a
1: red that goes well with fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you're going to get a cab, but. Right. You can make it work. Right. So. All right. Martini to start. Martini. That's a good that's a good starting point. I love martinis. So good. So dangerous. Yeah. You have, you display good self-control with them, though. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. y- y- at having one. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so hard. Well, it's always a double though. Yeah. You can't just have one because it's like, it looks like it's a, a big one, but then once you kind of sip through everything and you know, like that magical glass is not as big as it actually looks. Yeah. But um, no, I do love them. Do you like blue cheese olives? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. So what's the beer we had? We had a, a new beer on uh, Sunday, um, the Rosé. Oh, yeah. Um, Oscar Blue's New Rosé. Pretty good. If you haven't had that, Oscar Blue's Rosé. Touch on the little little too sour, little too sweet for me, but overall, I thought it was quite good.
1: Rosé for
0: days. Okay.
1: A crisp rosé-style brew with prickly pear and hibiscus. Beer drinkers and wine drinkers. That's where the article stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that was not very helpful. Okay, can you <laughs> drinkers and wine
0: drinkers. Patrick's the Google
1: king. Mm-hmm. So... I had another Oscar Blues beer for the first time this week. Yeah. Was so excited about it, and it turned out to be a flop. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's called Death by King Cake. Hmm. Package was super cool. Looked very Mardi Gras. Right. Inspired. No flavor. No. And I wanted it... I'm not saying I want a Mike's Hard Lemonade sweetness, mm-hmm. but if you're gonna say Death by King Cake and right. list out vanilla, cinnamon, cocoa nibs, orange peel, um, I think that might have been it. Uh, let me taste some of that. Cocoa nibs. Yeah. Huh. Like I want to taste some of that. Right. It just it was easy drinking. Just disappointing when it came to the uh, Death by King Cake. Also, they should have put a little baby in the can and then just said choke warning on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, with the popularity of Moscato, when you go to uh, mid-tier restaurants, do they even sell Moscato? They must. Yes. Yeah, okay. They must. I guess I just don't look at that. Huh. Do you think that there's any room in this world for cheap Moscatos? Like, is it, I mean, there's room for it. What's, I mean, I guess it brings people into the wine category. Yeah. Yeah wine with training wheels i when i started working with uh for gallo in 86 i think it was like in 1990 that we No, it was in 1988 that we kicked off our white zen because sutter home had their white zen out that was just dominating the industry and i remember i was i was a kid then didn't know anything about wine thought this white zen thing this was the new thing was you know i was shopping the vintage on it I was like swirling it, uh, you know, had that funny look on my face, mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff that the professionals do. Oh, yeah. So that was a Sniffed thing. Sniffed it with one nostril. <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff.
1: Gargled it around. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I've got a question for you. What's that? We're going to the Know Your Buzz card for the week. Your question is What grape is used in making sans A. Pinot Grigio. B. Semillon. C.
0: What is that? Tribiano.
1: Tribiano. D. Sauvignon Blanc.
0: I'm going to go Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. Did I get it right?
1: You did. All right. And All I right. haven't figured out how to put clap tracks or laugh tracks on here, so we have to do it live.
0: Just, you know what? It just, just say it. Give him the clap. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you said, you... You could have set me up
1: for failure there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, when we get real famous and we learn how to edit, we we'll, we would edit that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I almost said something
0: uh, yeah. that I probably shouldn't have said. Good, good. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah,
1: good halt. Mm-hmm. Uh, people listening, if you know me, you probably guess what I was going to say, too.
0: Yeah. So... Without saying it, you just sit back right now. If you're listening to this and you know Patrick, you know what he's going to say. Just have yourself a little chuckle. We're, you know, we'll just give you a couple seconds of silence. Okay. Okay. So, um, the other thing that's the, a big topic right now. Wait, do my question. Oh, yeah, your question. Okay. Well, um, which is not a well-known wine-producing region in South Africa? Um, Valley is A. B is Stellenbosch, C is Paarl, and D is Constantia.
1: Which is not a well-known wine-producing region in South Africa. Correct. I am gonna go with
0: A, Barossa Valley. Woohoo! Look at you go! All right, give him the clap. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> so very good yeah so just so for those of you that don't remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about Know Your Buzz it's a game that we uh, that we've created um, trademarked all that good stuff just don't have the money to put it in the markets yet if anybody wants to fund us um, Adam Dirtz any, anyone yeah um, just go ahead and uh, give us a shout that it's, might be our connection to him that might be how we get him roped in it's gonna be a fun fun game it is a fun game um, for lots of different you know Wine nights, bachelorette what? parties, trivia nights. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Be cool to do that at a bar. Yeah. There's enough people and, and to just, host oh, it. just wine. Yeah. Uh, we've got liquor questions as well and mm-hmm. beer, I think. Yeah, a couple beer. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: it's cool. Um, help us out. Someone send us some money
0: so we can put it out. Correct. <laughs> so, just, I did a big tasting. Uh, poured out a tasting this weekend in uh, Colorado Springs it was really well done he also did a big tasting when he got home from it and uh, it was the iHeartRadio tasting so just a shout out to those guys they really did a great job they made sure that there was uh, they had lots of designated drivers for people and trust me people needed them it was a one o'clock to five o'clock tasting solid liquor primarily whiskey I mean, no dump buckets. Okay, that's one thing they didn't do well. No dump buckets. They uh, they got to be better. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just one thing, though. But they did a really good job. It was really well thought out. One of the things I thought was cool is they had this um, uh, stock your bar contest. So they went around to all the tables and asked all of us vendors if we would donate a bottle um, to this stock your bar. And there was one winner. And that winner took home something like 50 different bottles that's to cool. stock his bar. Yeah, that's I think that's really cool. Yeah. I don't know who won but um, we were pouring lead slingers there and that's uh lead slingers man it held its own oh yeah it's owned by uh, seven uh, military combat vets um, a couple of really famous ones these guys have done a great job out there and they do uh, a rum a whiskey uh, a bourbon a rye uh, they're about to put a vodka onto the market and they do um, a cinnamon whiskey as well, which is, uh, you know, the big brother to that other, the one that we don't name here. Nope, can't say it. Fireball. But um. uh, yeah, it was a really fun taste. I think I was going somewhere with that. and Now I don't remember. Oh yeah, I do. Um, oh. So being from Canada, grew up drinking rye. A. Hey. From you know when we were about seven, we started drinking rye, and uh, we didn't drink much bourbon in Canada. People, I don't think people drink drink bourbon there. But um, people are starting to drink more rye uh, more and more these days. I mean, they, I had a lot of people that, were, that, that said they were rye drinkers. I had a lot of people that said, let me have that rye because I've never had it. Mm. I've never had one.
1: I think, yeah, and I don't know any of the brands that I'm talking about, like their names off the top of my head. But I think rye was a very one-trick pony mm. back in the day. Yeah. Like it's very complex now. There's a lot of really good ones on the market. I really like um Laws. Yeah. Laws has a rye. Yeah, they do so a good job. Seventy five bucks though.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It's all economies of scale. Um, Laws is a really good company out of Denver. If you ever get a chance, I think they have a... uh, I think it's a public tasting room, I believe. I think so. Um, You can go there, do a tour, see what they're doing. I think those guys... I haven't done it, but everything I've heard is those guys really do it well. They do. Yeah. Especially their rye. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't get a chance to get out and try any of the products. We were so busy. We we literally poured every drop of uh, whiskey that we had at this event. I mean, we... At 4.56, we poured our last pour, so that was pretty good timing. Yeah? Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Menzi you have to stay the whole time. Yeah. I tried pouring big. Big
1: pours at the beginning to get out early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know the game. Oh, yeah. I want to talk big busts in the wine industry. Okay. Had to keep going with that sentence. Um, what are they? What are some of them? What's the bi- What's the biggest one well, that you think?
0: I mean, I guess when you say bus, I would say like maybe a better way to say it is the shortest like life cycles yeah, maybe. okay. So like I think, I mean, the epitome of that would probably be uh, chocolate wines, mm-hmm. the, the Choco Vines. Yeah. I mean, that went straight up and straight down. And I don't know why. I mean, I never had any. I've never tried it, but I don't know what the reasoning for it. I mean, I guess unless the product wasn't good.
1: Were they all, like, thick and creamy, though? I think so,
0: yeah. Are they still all thick and creamy? You can't find them anymore. I don't even think they're really out there. I mean, I I don't know. Um, there, I know that there is one from uh, Scotto Family Cellars called uh, Sweet Sunset. Mm. And they make one, and it's made out of wine with chocolate flavoring. And I've heard it's really good.
1: See, I think that'll be better. Yeah. Yeah. Wine with chocolate flavor. Right. Like if you go into a liquor store and you can still find, and you still can, uh, but you find a chocolate wine. Right. It's like it's thick, it's creamy.
0: It almost doesn't seem like there's wine to it. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you get down to that, you may as well just have a li- a chocolate liquor. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Why Why do a wine? That's yeah. So, Scotto Family Cellars, nice real wine with chocolate flavor to it. Right. As far as, I mean, I can't really think of, like, a lot of other good examples of short life cycles, lifespans. Um, I remember I was, you know, I was pretty young back when, uh, you know, Merlot, you know, it it hit the roof. I mean, it was, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's all anybody was drinking. And then, of course, the movie came out and um, poo-pooed Merlot and, you know, basically everybody just got off of that. Um, but that—I mean—that wasn't a short lifespan, but it, it did come and go. Low-calorie wine. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is it gonna—is it gonna make a comeback
0: with seltzers? I don't think so. Hmm. I, I really don't think so. I, I forget who it was. It was a Brown Foreman put one out. Uh, it was low-calorie, and everybody thought it was gonna be a big, a big deal, and it ended up being nothing. It just got hmm. closed out.
1: Speaking of low something in wine, you know what really annoys me? Nope. When people come into a liquor store looking for low sulfite or Mm -hmm. sulfite-free wine. Yeah. And I hate everyone's description of it, of why they want it. Oh, it doesn't give me a headache in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why you have a headache. You drank a box of Franzia wine to yourself. That's going to give anyone a headache. I don't care how many sulfites are in
0: it. So I want to do a disclaimer. I don't think that you're really slamming Franzi, are you? No. <laughs> you're slamming someone that drank the whole box. I, got yeah. it. I get it. Or
1: just, okay, insert any brand. Yeah. And any value price brand yeah. That and how much of it you're drinking. Right. Like if you drink a cheap product and you drink a lot of it, you're going to have a headache. Mm-hmm. If you drink, even if you drink an expensive product, mm-hmm. if you were to put Screaming Eagle in a box... Hit me up, Screaming Eagle. Um, And you drank that whole thing, you'd still have a headache in the morning.
0: True. I just think it's so funny when people come... Well, that's what gives you headaches. Hey, I just read something, and this has nothing to do with what we were talking about, but a band that I really like is the Cranberries. And uh, I just... I didn't know this. I don't know where I was. Um, I guess I was in a coma for a while. um, So this is kind of related to alcohol, but she, the lead singer... Um, she drowned in her bathtub, and it was alcohol-induced. But mm. that's that's really sad, because man, I thought she were they were great. I thought she was a great singer. Yeah. I watched some of their videos the other night. Man, she could really work a crowd. Oh, sure. Yeah, it was fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what else there is to talk about. I think we we hit on a lot of topics. We uh, I think we did it. That whole music thing last week—we got a ton of responses. We want to do something fun like that again. You know, one topic I thought we should do is we should mat- match uh, wine or liquor to cars. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. if you drive a Subaru, then you probably drink, I don't even know Pinot Grigio. Yeah. <laughs> or if you drive a uh, you know a lowrider Cadillac, you might drink Corona Modelo. <laughs> That's not where I was going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, don't drink it while you're driving it. But yeah. No. But uh, I think that'd be fun too. That'd be a that'd be a good uh, call-in topic. Yeah. Right. More fun. More fun pairing things. Yeah. But uh, no, you can have a lot of fun with this business. Uh, I think we're we're living it right now. We're 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 making a living. As they have, say, we're in the thick of it. Making a living and having fun doing it. We got. We're gonna. We can't let the cat out of the bag just yet because we need a couple more things to line up. Mm-hmm. Probably won't be next week. Maybe the week after. Maybe. But uh, we got a really big announcement. Uh, yep. Something uh, very big. We're gonna have to get Victoria back in studio to talk about it. It's really exciting. But mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be good.
1: We're uh, still working on putting guests together too to come in. We've got a couple people that have uh, contacted us and said they want to be a part of this so yeah. hopefully soon it's tough because the where
0: we have our little studio is so far away from everyone that's right but yeah And we've got a seat it's like it's like retiring retiring in jersey we've got a seat in here that nobody's allowed to sit in it's got a sign on it that says adam dirt so yeah as soon as he responds to us 107 messages now um, That seat's all his I'm yeah. um, looking forward to it He's got a podcast out too By the way We listen to It's, it's pretty good Yeah Not what I thought It was going to be Definitely not He actually I would say They talk sports For 80% of it They do yeah, their stuff too Yeah On the episode We listened to Yeah What's it called, What's it called? Uh, I don't know Pulling it up. Here Patrick's googling again Underwater sunshine I think that's the name Of his album That's also the name Of the podcast
1: Maybe he got the name from the other name. Yeah. Yeah. It already had success behind it. Right. So. All right, All right. you
0: drunken buzzards. It was good good uh, talking to you today. Tune in. Tell your friends about it.
1: Um, Find us on social media. Add us. You know what to do. You know the drill. You know what this is. Over and oot. This is Know Your Buzz. We're out. Bye. Cheers.